You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 53. Hey there, my name is Sarah Elrod, and you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, where we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Branded Cowgirl podcast. How are you guys all doing? I hope really, really well. I just wanted to say a quick thank you to anyone listening who is a returning subscriber or listener. I just love this little community that we have built together and I could not do this without your support. Next, I want to say a big fat welcome to anyone who is tuning in for the first time or is new to Branded Cowgirl. This is my little happy place on the internet where I get to connect with amazing entrepreneurs within the Western community and we are really just a fun rowdy bunch that I think so I love this welcome 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 I would absolutely love to hang out with you guys on more days than just Mondays and Wednesdays when this podcast airs so make sure to follow along on Instagram at Brandy Cowgirl Podcast or my personal account is at Mrs. Sarah Elrod and join the exclusive Facebook group for listeners which is the Brandy Cowgirl Podcast Insiders group all the links are going to be in the show notes as well now that we have all of that out of the way, let's jump into today's topic, shall we? I never really considered myself a girly girl. Like, sure, I like to dress up from time to time, but my average everyday look tends to just be jeans and old t-shirt mixed with a baseball hat or a messy bun. And living the kind of lifestyle that we live, being on trend with the world just can't really be a priority. But I do enjoy looking cute while riding horses or working cows or just running to the grocery store. But the biggest problem for me was I didn't know where to shop to find clothes that felt like me. Clothes that were tough for daily ranch life, but also cute enough to make a Western fashion statement. If you know what I'm saying, ladies. Well, if you're anything like me, then I have the solution. Farm Girl Boutique offers stylish and affordable Western fashion that is perfect for the day-to-day workloads or a night out on the town. And Farm Girl has more than just clothing for men, women, and children. They also have accessories, bath and beauty products, farm and garden supplies, home decor, gifts, footwear, and more. This boutique is a one-stop shop for everyone in the family. If you want to check out all that Farm Girl Boutique has to offer in-store, you can head to Farm Girl Boutique com or sarahelrod.com slash farmgirl and use code Sarah E 10 in all caps to save 10% on your next purchase. That's farmgirlboutique.com and use code Sarah E as in Elrod 10 at checkout. So the other day I was on TikTok live because apparently I do that now and someone asked me what it is that I do for a living and I kind of paused awkwardly because I never quite know how to answer that question. I usually just throw out that I'm a wedding photographer and then I slowly hesitate to say that I'm also a podcaster, business educator, and 
content creator dot 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 question mark. I can feel my voice getting really shaky just saying those words out loud. We live in this new up and coming generation where content creators are genuinely a real thing. It's a career path that was never really around until recently, but why does it just feel so yucky to say that word? Maybe because of how new it is and we worry that some people just won't understand. And the same thing goes for the word influencer, right? Like everyone hears that and we all secretly eye roll. But the fact of the matter is content creators are taking over and they are here to stay. And believe it or not, you too are actually a content creator. That's right, if you are producing literally any type of content, whether it be photos, videos, audio, or writing, you create content, you are a content creator. Now, you may be thinking one of two things, either, Sarah, I do not think of myself as a content creator, nor do I want to be that, SOS, send help, not me. Or you might be thinking, Sarah, I'm aware that I'm creating content. I'm a content creator. I'll own that name. I want to continue doing this, but it just feels like such a burden. There are so many trends and platforms that I need to keep up with. Well, good news, because if you fall on either side of these statements, then keep listening because today we are breaking all of this down and I'm going to be helping guide you along your content creation journey, whether you feel like you're stuck in a rut or what to do next. As some of you may know, I am currently just a one one woman show and many times I've thought about bringing on an assistant. I really probably should but just haven't quite pulled that trigger yet. And for being someone who is creating and producing all of my own content, I was honestly shocked when I really looked at how much I'm actually pumping out every single week. There are two podcast episodes twice per week on Mondays and Wednesdays, blog posts that go along with those podcast episodes as well as YouTube videos. Then there are Instagram posts on the podcast Instagram account as well as my personal Instagram account. There's a Facebook group for the podcast and not to mention the blogging, YouTube videos, newsletters that go along with all of my making of Elrod Ranch brand too. And in total, it's about three-ish or so Instagram posts every single day, blog posts almost daily, a newsletter several times a week, videos, Pinterest posts, and so on. Holy moly, that's a lot of freaking content. So why create so much content? Why do I choose to have all this content being made on so many different platforms? The short answer is that I just love to do this. Being a content creator has been such a fun way to market my business, but it's also how I can be creative just while I'm at home. I am a huge marketing nerd and I love coming up with strategies to elevate my business ideas and content marketing is just a winner in my book. It's just been my favorite way of advertising what it is that I do. And the longer, more complicated answer is because the world is changing and moving at a more rapid pace, like more than ever before, people are losing their attention spans by the minute and they crave fast results, and super quick information. And in order to keep up with this, you need to be pumping out like an insane amount of content. And before anyone freaks out who has a different opinion than me, like, let's just say this. One, it's okay to have a different opinion. You don't have to agree with me. Like, do whatever you feel is best for yourself. But let me just say this. It is possible to succeed and grow by producing less content. Like, Absolutely, that is a thing. There is always an exception to everything. However, this is kind of an analogy that I like to use when thinking of how much content you should be producing every single week. If you have fitness goals for yourself, and let's say you go to the gym like two times a week, sure, eventually you will reach those goals going two times a week over a period of time. But 
if you were to go to the gym every single day, would you reach those goals a heck of a lot faster? Absolutely. Of course you would because you are putting more time and effort into it every single week than just going twice a week. That doesn't mean that one is right or wrong or better than the other one. It just means that you might get there a little bit faster if you do it a little bit more. Now, my life is currently just me and my husband. I don't have kids. I don't have like a ton of other than just like my business. I don't have a lot of other things going on other than just my relationship and my business. So I understand that I have quite a bit of time to do all of this. I don't, you know, I don't have to go to another nine to five job all day long and then come home and hustle in this business. Like this is my full-time job. And there's a lot to get done though. Like even with that being said, even being a one woman show with the amount of time that I have, I still drop the ball. I have a lot of other responsibilities, you know, that I'm taking care of just, you know, in day-to-day life. Things get busy. So there is a lot going on and it doesn't mean I'm perfect. There are weeks where videos don't get posted. I mean, like literally like three months without posting a single podcast episode. I mean, things happen. Life happens. So give yourself some grace as well that you're, you're a human being. You can't be perfect. But the most important thing to do and that I feel like I do well is I'm pretty consistent about showing up. Even when I have dropped the ball, like I try to be consistent about showing up on at least one platform on a regular basis so people know that I'm still around, I'm still here, it's still happening. (laughs) Okay, so if you are wanting to level up your content creation game, then there are a couple of mental blocks that you're gonna need to get out of your head. First, you need to know that in today's world, creating content is non-negotiable. It doesn't matter what form of content it is and you don't need to be on every single platform, but you do need to be on at least one producer in good quality and consistent content. The reason for this is because the whole if you build it, they will come mentality is not true. Have you ever started something and thought to yourself, oh yeah, like all I gotta do is just post a picture of what I sell and bam, the money is gonna roll in. People are just gonna be going crazy over this. If you've ever done that, how did that go for you? Because I'm guessing probably not very well. Like sure, maybe your mom and grandma will buy some things and maybe a few Facebook friends here and there, but after a while, all you're doing if if all you're doing is just posting the stuff that you sell with no other form of content to go with it, the flame's probably gonna burn out and you're probably not gonna be doing so hot. So with today's society being the way that it is, people are building businesses based on experiences digitally. Now that means that your client experience should go just beyond purchasing the products or the services or whatever it is that you sell or whatever your business is. You should be making content that is educational, inspirational, or entertaining. And by doing this consistently, you are going to be creating a like, know, and trust factor with your audience and your customers. And if you can build that for someone who is not ready to buy from you yet, you've honestly hit the gold mine because they will remember you for whenever they do need your product or service. So I wanna go over some things that I believe content creators get wrong. Again, these are just my own personal things that I've seen and that I believe. So if you don't agree with me, that's okay. So the first thing is, I think people get wrong um, not thinking about the customer journey or the client experience. So kind of what I just said, your client experience starts the moment someone stumbles across your brand. This could be someone who is ready to buy from you right away or someone who needs to maybe have you hold their hand and guide 
guide them along a journey or an experience. And this is done through your content creation process and roadmap that you are going to lead them on. The content you create should be anticipating the questions that people have and answering them. And it should be giving this like inside look at what people could expect from you when they work from you. And also just content that is relatable so that when people see your brand, they just feel like they can connect with you. You're building these connections with these people on the internet that is eventually going to help them and encourage them to buy from you because they're going to trust you. They're going to feel like they know you. If you haven't already listened to episode 29 of the Brandy Cowgirl podcast, I would definitely recommend you go back and listen to that one after you're done here um, because it's just going to touch on more of the basics of online marketing and kind of give you maybe more of a foundation on what to go on. So the second thing that I think content creators get wrong is spending too much time creating and not enough time promoting what they have created, promoting the content that they worked so hard to make. So it's kind of a trap that a lot of content creators can fall into, and I've done it myself. It's basically spending way too much time just in that creative process and less time actually putting it out there, like telling people about it. And it just, it's basically when you just, you create something, a video, I do it a lot on Instagram, like a reel, I'll make some sort of reel or TikTok or whatever, hit publish, and then you like never do anything with it ever again. You're putting out this valuable content, like why waste your time making it if you're never gonna tell people that it's there and that it exists? So if you are creating something that is valuable and it's good, and you know that it'll help somebody, why would you keep that to yourself? Like, that is super selfish. Don't just write a blog post and then assume people are gonna go to your website and find it. You have to tell people that it's there. And even same thing if you have like a YouTube channel and people are subscribed to you and if they have notifications set up, you wanna, you're gonna wanna poke the bear a little bit. Tell people that it's there and tell people why they should care to watch it or listen to it or read it or whatever kind of content it is. Even if it's just an Instagram post, tell people that you pro, you had it. Talk about it on your story and direct them to that piece of content. You want to make sure people are seeing it and engaging with it. And I promise you, especially on platforms that have an algorithm such as Instagram, you're not talking about it too much. You're not being annoying about it by repeating the same type of content or pointing to the same piece of content. You're not overdoing it because only about like three to 6% of your followers are gonna see it organically. So you need to be telling the other ones hey, by the way, this is here, this exists, so that they can go see it too. You worked hard to make that content. Make sure the world is seeing it. Use it as a reference whenever people ask you questions. If you're a wedding photographer and a bride asks you for help on maybe like creating a timeline, you could refer her to a blog post that you wrote that has tips for creating a wedding timeline. If you're a Western boutique owner and you have customers asking how to style a certain piece of clothing, you could refer them to a YouTube video that you made on that exact topic. It's a way of serving your people without really having to put much effort into it because you only had to create the content one time and now you can just use it as a reference. So the third thing that I think content creators get wrong is they don't give their content the longevity that it deserves. And this goes along with kind of the previous point, but you want to do whatever you can to stretch out your content. 
You could literally produce one piece of content and then cross post onto other platforms and like make that one piece of content last for weeks. For example, this podcast episode will have a written form of the podcast episode. I basically take the transcript that has all my notes and things on it and it'll turn into a blog post. And then there will also be more of a quicker, more straight to the point type of video on YouTube on the same topic. Then I can produce probably three to five Instagram posts based on the blog copy and the podcast transcripts. I will make reels and TikToks using the audio and video clips from the YouTube video and then maybe a shorter IGTV type video as well for Instagram. And then a newsletter will also get sent out that touches all these platforms as well, drawing attention to them. And then finally, there will be a Pinterest pins and posts that get uploaded and these are going to have a really long shelf life. If you're not like on the Pinterest game yet, you definitely should be. I want to say episode 49 is kind of all about using Pinterest in a marketing strategy. So definitely check out episode 49 if you want to learn a little bit more about how you can incorporate Pinterest into your marketing strategy. Instagram itself has actually said that it will shelf your content after like three to five hours of posting it or at the absolute longest 24 hours whereas platforms that are like Pinterest have about a 30-day shelf life so that also includes you know blogs YouTube videos podcasts any longer form content that that should be your main source of content like you should be producing that on the regular basis and then just using like social media platforms as such as Instagram as supporting content that helps lead people to your bigger formed content since your smaller content is less likely to stick around use that bigger form content blogs videos whatever uh, promoted on Pinterest promoted on social media as a way to drive people there consistently and on a regular basis that way it's always kind of thriving instead of just oh 24 hours donezo because people are not probably going to go back through your Instagram to search for things whereas it's a lot easier to do that if they have links to a blog post or a video. The fourth thing that I feel like content creators get wrong and the final thing is well not really the final thing I'm sure there's more than this but <laughs> the things that I could think of. The last one for now is that they do not have an end result in mind. So one of the things that I just feel like people miss the mark on all the time is that they're not creating with some kind of end result. They are just creating to create for the sake of creating. How many times can I say create in this podcast episode? Um, but that's how you burn out and that's how you're going to get creators block is because you're just creating, 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 but you have no intentions of where it's taking your audience or your potential clients. So instead, I want you to think about what kind of promotions you're gonna have throughout the year or what you have coming up next month. What kinds of things are you wanting people to buy or what are you pushing them to go do think about all those things and then around those ideas is how you create your content make content that is relevant to those topics that kind of lead people on this journey to that end goal that you want them to take that action that you want them to do um, this is going to point people 
in the direction of eventually buying from you or signing up or doing, again, whatever it is that you want them to do. Well, guys, I think that's all I have for you regarding creators block today. I hope that this episode gives you some ideas on how to plan out your content strategy and actually create a content strategy versus just posting to post. If you like this episode, make sure that you take a picture of you tuning in or take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can share it with you guys and we can all hang and build community and yay, friendship. Also, make sure... so dumb. Make sure you check out all the links in the show notes and follow the Brandy Cowgirl podcast on Instagram, as well as joining our exclusive Facebook group. I love to hang out with you guys in other places, so make sure you go check those out. I can't wait to see where your content creation journey is going to lead you. I know you're going to crush it. You guys are awesome. I love you guys, and I will see you in the next one. Bye for now, friends. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.